Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everyone and welcome into wake and take it's your boy jason and we have some football to talk about today last night was thursday night football so we'll very quickly run through some of the happenings from that game and then we're gonna go game by 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 game talking about what's gonna be happening in week nine it's gonna be fun it's gonna be great so why don't we sit back relax sip our coffee and enjoy the show welcome in everyone good morning harry snowman good morning anthony and that that's it in the chat right now good morning you on instagram good morning you on tiktok adding tiktok to the simulcasting stream this morning got my ipad running <laughs> the tiktok side of things I'm going to be honest with you guys here. I want, I have some questions. I don't know if anyone here is a computer person, uh, but you know, I, as you guys know, and I just, I can't figure it out. I cannot figure it out. I, I lag here on YouTube, no matter what I do. I've tried multiple cameras, tried multiple computers. Now tried yesterday. I went out to the local micro center and bought a $40 cable, high speed cable for transferring uh, live streaming in the live streaming section clearly did not did not solve the issue as i'm looking at myself and lagging and it's very frustrating so if any of you have any technical ideas on what to do to fix this problem please let me know i use open broadcast so obs to 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 do this i connect my camera to that via mini usb a high speed mini usb cable i have 300 megabit per second of fiber internet that is connected with an ethernet cord so it's not the internet the last thing that I can think it might be, the only thing, is it might be my computer's processor. I am still 100% running the uh, i3 processor, uh, which is very old. <laughs> so it might just be that. I might just have to get a new processor or something for my computer. I don't know why I'm spending so much time on this tangent. But if you have any ideas, please comment. Please let me know. Please DM me on Twitter because I, I this is this is honestly starting to get ridiculous that I can't I can't get a stream going uh, with everything I have set up because it, it should work but it just does not work. Does not work. Very frustrating. Very frustrating. But you know what isn't frustrating? Well, actually, I guess it was a little frustrating, but at least it's football. At least it's football. Can't be too frustrating that we got some football last night. The Titans played the Steelers. The Steelers won as they should have. I mean, no surprise there. Um, they were favorited going into the game. You've got a, a quarterback making his second game uh, start. And uh, the, the Pittsburgh defense is just, it's, it's a good one. It is a really, really good defense, uh, at least in terms of getting to the quarterback and Joey Porter even. Um, so it, it's, um, yeah, they, they're, they're just a good team. They're a good team. Sorry, I see a good comment here from Mike. It, it is probably my processor. So, hmm. oh, well, no, it might be my GPU. Okay, Mike. 
Mike, you might be getting a DM from me. <laughs> Maybe try to figure this this out because I, I, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. But anyway, Steelers, Titans. Not really too much to take away from here. Derrick Henry, still king. Will Levis, while the fantasy points were there, looked phenomenal. He really, really did. Just really good pocket presence, really good back foot throws, some throws on the run. Really it all, Will Levis showcased a lot of talent and promise in this game, even if the fantasy points weren't there. That dude has a cannon for an arm. I've just got to say it. I know everyone knew it already, but man, some of those passes that were coming out were just electric. I mean, he has some serious zip on the ball and was thrown into some really tight windows. It was cool to see. Will Levis is 100% the future of the Titans, no question. Now, the receivers. DeAndre Hopkins did not have that great of a day. Only 60 yards off of four catches and 11 targets. Now, a lot of this was he was covered by Joey Porter, who only held him to one catch while in his coverage, which was phenomenal. So good job to that rookie. Kyle Phillips, though, as we talked about when Will Levis was announced as the starter, that he would probably start to see more focus. We're seeing it happen. Four receptions for Kyle Phillips, 68 yards. Good day for him. And I think it'll continue. Obviously, as we kind of mentioned when I when I thought that it would happen, uh, is that, you know, Will Levis had been working with the, you know, second, third team, and Kyle Phillips is also there. So they had already been developing that connection at practice. And he just fills a role that young quarterbacks like, that slot receiver, that's a reliable guy. And he was very reliable. Almost all of his catches yesterday were either third downs, first down completions, or I think he even had a fourth down conversion. I mean, he was found in these clutch situations and really showed up. So I think that that connection will continue to blossom. If you can buy Kyle Phillips cheap, do it. Uh, and I also just real quick on the Titans have to note that Traylon Burks had the very scary injury at the end of the game. We wish him the best here from player profiler here at wake and take. We hope that he does recover. Well, the last reports I let, I read was that he did leave under his own power, uh, after the game, uh, was over, left the locker room. So things should be good for him. He was stabilized and everything very scary to watch, but everything should be good for Traylon Burks. Sure, just going to miss a couple weeks, maybe not even a couple weeks, maybe just one week, as, as we'll see. We'll, we'll watch. We'll see how it develops, but glad that he is at least, you know, under his own power. He gave the thumbs up on the way out, so so it looks like he will be okay, as scary as it was. And then some Steelers takeaways real quick is that I don't know what the hell is going on with George Pickens, but he better figure it out because I'm tired of him getting me low points on my starting lineup because now in back-to-back -back games, it has been terrible. He's had 10 targets uh, over the last two weeks and only three catches, only 21 yards. Luckily, he scored a touchdown last week or else it would have been even worse. In this game, he had two catches for negative one yards. What is he doing? There was a time in this game, George Pickens' best catch was from Will Levis. Will Levis threw it to the Steelers' sideline and Pickens had an amazing one-handed catch that was his best catch of the game, and it was he was on the sideline. I don't know what's going on with George Pickens, but I hope he can figure it out. I bet he'll figure it out, but it, it's just it's it's just frustrating to watch, and and I don't know when it's going to happen. I mean, he was outproduced by Calvin Austin, who didn't even have a catch. He was outproduced by Miles Boykin. He was outproduced by Najee Harris. He was outproduced by Darnell Washington. He was outproduced by Allen Robinson. He was outproduced by Connor Hayward. He was outproduced by Jalen Warren. And he was, of course, outproduced by Deontay Johnson, who had seven receptions for 90 yards and his first touchdown in two seasons of football. Congratulations to Deontay Johnson. But what the hell, George Pickens? Get back on track, man. Get back on track. I miss you. I miss you. 
Those are my takeaways from Thursday Night Football. Let's talk about what's going to be happening for Week 9. We're going to do the format a little bit differently this week. Instead of me just running through all the injuries that you need to make note of, I'm going to talk about them in the game that they represent. And instead of me telling you one start and one sit for the weekend, since I keep wildly missing those, I'm just going to give a bold prediction for every game and just talk a little bit about what I kind of expect. Nothing too fancy. It's going to be fun. That's what we're here for, for fun. You can get all the fantastic analysis and what you need to know in terms of, you know, who's the best coverage, you know, how does this team look against certain positions? You can find that on other shows. We're here for fun. We're here for Waken, and we are here for Taken. The first game we need to talk about today is the Germany game. We have a Germany game, 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning. The Dolphins will be facing off against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs right now are favorited by one and a half points. The total is 50 and a half points. Would not be surprised if it went over. I would be surprised if the Chiefs win this game, though. Some injuries to note. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is out. Jarek McKinnon was limited. And Richie James, the slot receiver, is designated to return from IR. So he should be seeing some action after missing the last few weeks due to injury. Don't necessarily know if he's going to have that big of a role. But if you are in a deeper league and Richie James was dropped and you want a Chiefs wide receiver, why not go pick up Richie James? Because Kadarius, Tony, and Sky Moore haven't done shit. So Richie James has an opportunity here. Don't think it's going to be too much for him. But, you know, if injuries go his way or whatever, you know, he could end up being relevant in a few weeks. So a decent stash in your deeper leagues. I also want to mention just real quick, in case anyone is listening in a league I play in, uh, don't pick up Daenerys Prince, but do pick up Daenerys Prince if you're in a or if you're not in a league with me, uh, because it is looking like he might be elevated with Clyde Edwards Hilaire out and Jarek McKinnon battling a groin injury. Yes, he picked up the limited, but it's possible he's out and they need to elevate. Mr. Prince, the prince that was promised, the guy I've been waiting for all offseason, a fantastic profile. There's a chance, a small chance that he sees some action this week in Europe. So potentially worth a little stash right now. I believe the Dolphins will win this game on the back of a fantastic performance from Tyreek Hill. My bold prediction for this game, Tyreek Hill 300 receiving yards for Mr. Hill in the revenge game against the Chiefs. He's going to go off against Kansas City, and I couldn't be more excited. It is going to be fun to watch. The Chiefs will have no answer for Tyreek Hill, even though they know how he plays. He's going to be electric, and I hope that that fires up the Chiefs on the other side as well. I'm sure it will. They're looking to bounce back after being embarrassed in Denver. I think this will be a very close game. I think this will go over the 50 and a half, but I'm expecting Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins to take home the W, and I'm expecting Tyreek Hill to have one of the best games, if not the best game, of his entire career. The next game, we have the Vikings and the Falcons. No major injuries to discuss, except except the fact Drake London has not been practicing this week. That is Definitely something to monitor as there's already very limited good pass catchers here in Atlanta. Where is my overlay? There it is. Uh, As there's already a very limited amount of pass catchers here in Atlanta, if Drake London is out, we are talking about a very consolidated passing attack. If it's out, we're talking about a Kyle Pitts game. 
I think we're going for a Kyle Pitts game in this game. This is the Vikings' Jaron Hall probably making the start. I believe he's making the start this week. Joshua Dobbs, I don't imagine, will get the start. I think it's too difficult to learn a playbook and play that quickly. But uh, the Falcons also making a quarterback change, throwing out Taylor Heineke this week, which should bring home the win for the Falcons. They are favored by three and a half points. They are the home team, and the total is 37 and a half. That is a solid total. I feel like it'll be right around there, maybe over if I had to pick. But it really just comes down to how many points the Vikings can score. I do 100% expect the Falcons to move the ball very well, get some points on that scoreboard, and win this game pretty handily, even if Drake London can't play. Uh, I, I just, I, yes, Drake London is a huge part of this offense and playing really well lately, but I don't think they'll need him to beat the Vikings with Jaron Hall at the helm. My bold prediction for this game is that Kyle Pitts has a hundred yards receiving. That's what he's going for a hundred and let's throw, let's throw a touchdown in there. A hundred yards and a touchdown for Kyle Pitts on Sunday with or without Drake London. I, I'm, exp I'm feeling the Kyle Pitts game. I think Tyler, Taylor Heineke knows what he's doing. He's going to get the ball in the hands of these playmakers. Bijan Robinson's going to have a good game. Kyle Pitts is going to have a good game. And Drake London will have a decent game if he's active. I'm excited for this game. Very excited to see what Taylor Heineke can do. Taking the Falcons to win. And let's take the over on the 37 and a half. Let's, let's, let's choose the over. The next game is the Seahawks traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. This will be a fun game. As we talked about, I believe it was last week, maybe, no, it was two weeks ago when the Ravens absolutely dismantled the Lions. The Ravens and Lamar Jackson are 17-1 and now against NFC teams. So with that in mind, I'm going to expect that to continue. I think the Ravens bring home the win today. A lot of it is going to come on the back of the Lamar Jackson scrambling. However, my bold prediction for this game, the total is 44 and a half points. Baltimore favored by five and a half. I'm actually going to take the under on this game. I This is a gut feeling, a gut feeling as hell. I know these are two offenses that score a lot of points, but I'm not expecting a lot of points to be scored in this game. I feel like this is going to be a very, very just good football game where you know both teams score around the low 20s and it's gonna be a fight a true fight and that's why I believe that Lamar Jackson's gonna have himself a nice game on the ground let's go with 80 rush yards for Lamar Jackson in this game a rushing touchdown for him as well and then the bold prediction being that it actually goes under that 44 and a half not that many points scored in this game Feeling, you know, just a just a slow grinding type of football game for sure in this one. The bird, the bird game. Uh, I will say this. I will say this. You've got to, of course, start your Lamar Jackson, but you might want to be starting your Gus Edwards as well. Even with the three touchdown game last week, expect the momentum to continue. They didn't bring in a running back, and Gus Edwards is out this week, saying that he wants the full load. I think he'll get the full load. And I think that he'll score at least one touchdown this week as well. But again, taking the under on the 44 and a half for this game. The next one, we have the Cardinals traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns. What's going to happen in this game? Well, Clayton Toon is expected to make his first start, but we'll see as here are some injuries that you need to keep your eye on. 
Kyler Murray was removed from the injury report, but he still is on the pup list, meaning he is probably not going to be activated and Clayton Toon will be getting the start. Michael Wilson and Imari DiMercato both did not practice this week. So seeing that to me means they're probably not going to be playing, which of course means the Browns are probably going to win this game. The Browns also have some injuries popping up after trading away Donovan Peoples-Jones. David Bell is not participating. So maybe look for like Cedric Tillman to get some extra usage this week. That could be a fun stash depending on how he plays. Deshaun Watson was limited, so he's out there practicing again, although I don't expect him to play. And Jerome Ford was also limited. He should be playing. As he played last week, I expect him to play this week. Deshaun Watson's limited. I'm not expecting it to be at a... Uh, I'm not expecting Deshaun Watson to play this week. I think he should rest his shoulder one more week. We already saw what happened last time when he rushed back through two interceptions, had to get pulled. It was not pretty. Not expecting Deshaun Watson to play even with that limited. Now, the Browns are favored by eight and a half points with a 37 and a half point total. My bold prediction is going to be the Cardinals cover this. I do expect the Browns to win, but I don't really see a world where the Browns win by eight and a half. I know the defense is really good and we're talking about a backup quarterback coming in here. But Clayton Toon is very athletic, and he looked okay enough in the preseason. I think he can score some points. And also, this Cardinals defense has been stingy. It hasn't been the best, but it has been stingy. And going up against P.J. Walker, I think that they should be able to keep it close. I also, I, my bolder prediction on top of the Cardinals covering is that Clayton Toon scores two touchdowns. I know that's not super bold, but I'm going to go with one on the ground and one in the air for Clayton Toon. Um, yeah, I think that I think that Clayton Toon will be impressive, but not quite, you know, like like a world beating or anything. Obviously, Kyler Murray still has the job when he's fully healthy, but I think Clayton Toon will be better than, you know, some might expect. Going with two touchdowns for him, one on the ground, one in the air. I will say you should probably bench any Cardinal you have. Uh, don't start Clayton Toon and Superflex. Don't really start any of the wide receivers unless you have to. I mean, you're still going up against a tough Cleveland Browns defense. Uh, I'm just, I'm probably not going to start really a single Cardinal this week. I, I don't see much point to do it. If there is one, it's going to be uh, Keontae Ingram. If DiMercato is out, because, I mean, he's just going to get so much volume. Even if there's not much upside there, he will still have a decent floor. So that's just something to keep your eye on is DiMercato's uh, game day status. Uh, but, again, my bold prediction is the Cardinals will cover and Clayton Toon will score himself two touchdowns. The next game, we have the Rams heading up to Green Bay to take on the Packers. This should be a fun game. I will be taking an upset here. The Packers are favorited, and there's 38.5 point totals uh, to be expected. I think the Rams will win this game, even though they are going on the road and haven't looked quite the same. And even though Matthew Stafford is not looking to play, I think the Rams can pull this one out. Uh, the Packers also have a couple injuries to keep your eye on. Aaron Jones was limited, and Luke Musgrave was limited. Since they were limited, it leans towards them playing but definitely still something to monitor, especially with Musgrave uh, for sure. And then the Rams, Matthew Stafford still did not practice. It is not looking like he will be playing. But again, I think that they can get it done. 
I don't know why. It's more of a gut feeling. I think the Rams can get this game done. I do want to say we should probably be taking the under. The Packers haven't been able to put together a full game of football, so I don't expect them to put, you know, a, a full amount of points up. And I don't expect the Rams to be able to score a lot of points either. However, my bold prediction is Christian Watson, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns for Mr. Christian Watson in this game, having a ceiling performance uh, for sure, for sure. Um, I, I'm feeling the Christian Watson bounce back, really a, a rival of this season as it has been quiet. Let's throw him two touchdowns going his way, but the Rams still win it in an under 38 and a half point game. The next game, the Buccaneers are heading out to Houston to take on the Texans. The injuries you need to keep an eye on are Robert Woods did not participate and neither did Damian Pierce. Neither one of those players are looking like they will be active this week. So fire up your Devin Singletary's 100%. You've got to throw in your Devin Singletary's for this game. And uh, really just not going to say a Texas wide receiver to start, but just keep your eye on how John Mechie is used, how Noah Brown is used. See if John Mechie can finally earn himself some snaps. I've been surprised that he hasn't. And in fact, his snaps have gone down with Robert Woods out, which is very, very weird. So just keep your eye on it. See if they, you know, pulled the trigger on Mechie. Try to unleash him a little bit. My bold prediction, bold prediction is Nico Collins and Mike Evans both have over 100 yards and both score a touchdown, signaling maybe a passing of the torch, if you will. I know Nico Collins will never be the Hall of Fame wide receiver that Mike Evans is but he is still the big bodied receiver and they have a similar ish play style. I think they both have great games today. And Mike Evans goes to Nico Collins after the game, they do a Jersey swap and uh, we, we see a mind meld and Nico Collins becomes the next Mike Evans for the rest of his career. That's my bold prediction. <laughs> the next game we have the commanders heading up to new England to take on the Patriots. The Patriots have had a ton of injuries pop up. Of course, Kendrick Bourne tore his ACL and is out for the season. But Devontae Parker is also not practicing this week, showing that it's probably going to be Demario Douglas, Tyquan Thornton, and Kayshawn Booty out there catching passes for the Patriots. Going to be a rough day. And for some reason, with that, they are still favorited over the commanders that just hung 31 on the Eagles. So for me, I'm going to take the Commanders to upset the Patriots in this game. They're 40 and a half points. I think we could see a slight over, but I do think that's a good game total. Uh, I think that the Commanders and the Patriots both score around 20-ish, and the Commanders come out on top. I think it will be close. Curtis Samuel did not practice, so look to see if Jamison Crowder continues to get a nice roll. Uh, he, we saw it last week. I think we'll see it again. Uh, or Antonio Gibson as well. I think we could see maybe an Antonio Gibson game here. The Patriots are weird against running backs. Their bent don't break, but uh, sometimes I feel like these running backs get nice little chunk plays, and I think we could see that with Antonio Gibson in this game. However, my bold prediction is that Tyquan Thornton will score a touchdown. Let's go with the Tyquan Thornton touchdown uh, in this one. The next game is the Bears heading up to New Orleans. I guess heading down to New Orleans to take on the Saints. 
The Bears are looking to be without Justin Fields one more week. I do think Justin Fields returns next week uh, because I don't see why they wouldn't have thrown him on IR if they, if, if he's going to miss four games. I feel like that would have been that that's a little silly. But Justin Fields did not participate again, looking like it will be secret Bajant man one more week. The Saints are favored by eight and a half points. I believe the Bears will cover. I think the Bears will cover in this game. I don't see the Saints winning by that many points. I do still expect the Saints to win, but I think the Bears will cover. And my bold prediction for this game is going to be three touchdowns. Three touchdowns for Alvin Kamara. Yet another ceiling performance for Kamara in this game. One receiving, two rushing. I just expect really the Saints to stay ahead this whole game. But the Bears to continue throwing punches right back at them. I think that we could see around that point total 41. I think that makes a lot of sense. Let's go with Alvin Kamara while he scores three touchdowns. Those are also all of the Saints touchdowns in this game. And they win, let's say, 21 to 13. Let's go with a score prediction for that one. The next game we have is the Colts heading to Carolina to take on the Panthers. The Colts will be playing the Panthers. Where is the overlay? Here it is. Some injuries to keep your eye on are none. There are no major injuries to keep your eye on. Everyone was already out. The Colts are favorited in this game, but I believe the Panthers will win, taking an upset here. The Panthers over the Colts. I know Gardner Minshew's been playing well, but I think Bryce Young has started to activate a little bit of his swagger coming off a win against the Texans. I think they'll pick up their second win against the Colts. The Colts have been doing uh, really nothing uh, on defense, and I think Bryce Young will be able to slice them up Three touchdowns for Bryce Young, 250 yards, and no turnovers will be my bold prediction for this one. A true coming out party for Bryce Young and the Panthers. Expecting a huge day from them. I think it's going to be fun. And one more time, we need to keep our eye on the Chuba Hubbard-Miles Sanders split. Miles Sanders was nowhere to be seen last week. Chuba Hubbard was everywhere. I think that that'll continue. The coaching staff came out this week and called Chuba Hubbard a dog mentality man, saying that he is doing whatever it takes to earn his role. I think that he will continue to see the lion's share, but will Miles Sanders earn more than one carry this week is what we need to keep our eye on because they're paying him a ton of money. So it was surprising to see such little usage from him, but it's possible that they keep it up. It's possible that they keep it up. The next game is the Giants taking on the Raiders in Vegas. This will be the Raiders' first game without Josh McDaniels. And if you guys have been watching anything, keeping your ears to the streets, checking Twitter, checking Reddit, looking at what the Raiders are talking about, you'll see that the Raiders are fired up for this game. Max Crosby made an Instagram story post asking everyone to come out, saying it's going to be a movie Hunter Renfro is coming out saying that he's excited to be back in the game plan. It's crazy to hear him say that. Uh, and really just everyone seems so excited that Josh McDaniels is gone. A clear, clear upgrade with an interim head coach that's firing up the players. And this has led the Raiders to be favorited in this game by one and a half points. However, 
the Giants are looking to have Danny Dimes back. Danny Dimes was nowhere on the injury report. Tyrod Taylor was marked out. Darren Waller was marked out. But Danny Dimes is looking to be playing this week. If that's the case, I've got to go with the Giants winning this game. Even with the Raiders as a favorite, and even with all this energy going their way, I think this, the Giants with Danny Dimes back and Saquon Barkley rocking and rolling, I think that they should be able to pull out the win. However, I do think it'll be close. And my bold prediction, although it's not that bold, is that the Raiders will look the best they have all year. They will have a ton of life within them, and it's going to be very, very fun to watch on both sides of the ball. You'll be able to tell that they are happy to be playing football again, and it's going to be good. I mentioned that Hunter Renfro said that he's in this week's game plan. I'm going with five catches. Five catches for Hunter Renfro in this game. I think he gets back on track. Get some catches. Finally thrown into the game plan. Finally getting some usage. The next game we have the Cowboys and the Eagles. That's going to be probably my favorite game on this slate. We have the NFC East Clash. Uh, 46 and a half points are expected to be scored. And Philadelphia is favored by three. I think that they will go way over this point total. My bold prediction is that both teams score over 30 points and we are treated to an epic shootout in this game. It's going to be electric. My bolder prediction is that both A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith have over 100 yards. A.J. Brown keeps his 125-yard streak going and Devontae Smith gets back on track with a 100-yard game off of Let's give him seven catches. Seven catches for 114 yards and a touchdown for Devontae Smith. Eight catches, 143 yards, and two touchdowns for A.J. Brown against the Cowboys. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited for this game. Again, I expect both of these teams to score over 30. I expect the point total to be absolutely smashed. And I do expect the Eagles to win this game. Uh... Right at three points. That's I think that that's a good one. Let's go with four. Let's go with the Eagles winning by four, though. A, a four-point victory for the Eagles. It's going to be fun. I'm very excited for that game. The next game, we have the Bengals-Bills playoff rematch. This is in Cincinnati this time. There is no snow on the forecast, so the Bills can't blame weather this time around. There are 49.5 points expected to be scored, and the Bengals are favored by 1.5. I think the Bengals win it. And I think they go over 49 and a half. I don't know if I'm going to go as bold with the Cowboys and Eagles and saying that both will score over 30. But I will say Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase has yet another ceiling game. He's going to go over 200 yards and two touchdowns. Jamar Chase has a fantastic game in this one. I'm excited for it. Uh, I believe the Bengals will be rocking their all-white uniform again. I hope they are. Uh, so keep your eye on that. They're going to look slick. Excited for this game as well. It's going to be a fun one. Jamar Chase ceiling game. Uh, on the other side of the ball, let's just go with Stephon Diggs. Also a ceiling game. Not quite as much. Not 200 yards and two touchdowns good. But still, you know, over 100 and a touchdown. Expecting a big day from both of these offenses. Going to be another good one, but not quite as good as the Cowboys-Eagles. And finally, the last game to talk about is the Chargers-Jets. The Chargers are favored by three and a half points, but the Jets are the home team. And with a 40 and a half point total, not a lot of points are expected to be scored. 
And the Chargers are looking to be without Joshua Palmer. Uh, and they're already without so many weapons. I'm going to take the Jets to upset the Chargers here. And they fire their head coach, Brandon Staley, on the way home. The Chargers don't look good in this game. The Jets embarrass them on defense. And my bold prediction is that like he did against Patrick Mahomes, Zach Wilson will outproduce Justin Herbert on the way to beating the Chargers in New Jersey. That's my bold prediction. That's our rundown of all the games. Let's answer some questions. Let's see. Uh, boom. Wow, lo lots of good questions and stuff here. <laughs> Anthony says, Jason is one technical difficulty away from baming the chat. Could you imagine if I played you guys for some random technical difficulty? That'd be hilarious. All right, Paul is a contender. Should I trade Pacheco and Debo for Thielen, Hawkinson, and a third? You are struggling at tight end, it looks like, because of injuries. However... I think I'd hold firm here, Paul. If it is a dynasty and it's a tight end premium, I think I might do it. Getting Hawkinson is awesome, but I think Debo Samuel will bounce back, and Pacheco is a very good running back. I It's very, very close. Again, if it's tight end premium and dynasty, let's just go ahead and go for it. But Pat Fryermuth will be back at some point, and so will Jelani Woods. And so I think that you can, and, and Johnny Smith and Chico Conquo should hold you steady until they do. So I think that you don't need to make a desperate move for Hawkinson. However, I will say if you could maybe just make this trade Debo Samuel for TJ Hawkinson, do it, do it. And then see what wide receiver you could get for maybe the Pat Fryer Muth. Uh, but I think trading away both of those assets is going to be tough. Let's see. No, 300 receiving yards is not a record. Flipper Anderson has it, as you said, with 336. But Julio Jones also has a 300-yard game. Um, let's see. McBride season is can canceled. No. No. Trey McBride season is not canceled. Trey McBride is awesome. Uh, it could be a little worse. It could be a little worse with Clayton Toon. But no, I mean, he's still a clearly huge part of the Cardinals game plan. Look for Trey McBride to keep things rocking and rolling. Maybe get a tri-band router. Um, yeah, I need to. I just need to upgrade my PC probably. Thank you, Grand Wizard. I have 12 gigabytes of RAM, so I'm getting there. I need one more RAM stick, it looks like. Um, no, here's no man. I know Nico will never start his career with a 1,000-yard season, but he's going to be the next Mike Evans. <laughs> How does Ramondre do this week after the Commanders traded away their defensive line? Uh, probably pretty good. Probably a little bit of a bounce back here. But let's go with not crazy good. Let's still go with like under 100 yards. Still not the usage you want. Still not enough receptions. Still not a touchdown. But still like four receptions and 13 carries. Like, you know, a good amount of touches, but not quite the performance that we want. Still a disappointing Ramondre time. All right. <laughs> Jamie says they're betting all my predictions this week. I hope they go right. I mean, they were some fun ones. <laughs> There's some fun ones in there. And I see a couple questions here on TikTok. Did you already talk about Raven Seahawks? Yes. Philip, Geno, Smith, or O'Connell and Superflex? Just go with Geno. Uh, can playoff Lenny be a league winner? Going to go with no. Going to go with no. Well, yes, he can. 
but I'm going to go with no, he won't be. I still think it's going to take an injury for him to get a true role. I do think he'll earn a few catches and probably a few red zone carries every game, but it's never going to be enough to, for you to confidently start him unless an injury happens. But if an injury happens, if James Cook goes down, yes, Leonard Fournette would be a league winner. But I don't know if I'm quite on the, the train of thought that some are having right now that Leonard Fournette can be startable even with James Cook in the lineup. I'm not there yet. I am not there yet. I'd like to see it first. And I don't. I honestly just don't think we will see it. I think it's more of a body, more of a body type thing just in case. And then finally, Rashi Rice or Daryl Henderson. Let's go with Rashi Rice. This Chiefs-Dolphins game is going to be a ton of fun. Uh, excited to see. Uh, really, any piece in that game, I think you need to throw them into your lineup for sure. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. This was yet another Wake and Take. You guys were yet another fantastic audience. Thank you so much for spending your mornings with me and tuning in. I will see you all Monday on the Player Profiler, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and now the TikTok as well at 10 a.m. Eastern. I hope to see you all then. Have a fantastic Friday, a wonderful weekend. Good luck in your Week 9 matchups. Peace.